Bye. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Well, hello, and thanks for coming, UK. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hi, Jamal's here. Hi, it's Stoney. Hey, everybody. Welcome back, back, back again to a brand new episode of Thanks for Coming. It's the most magically gay podcast. We're, of course, back, back, back again, and we are going to bring you all the tea in the RuPaul Cinematic Universe. And um, <laughs> and we're starting with the Drag Race UK Season 3. Yes, tea and biscuits. Oh my gosh, the the nerve. <laughs> I forget what Tay's always said. The, the nerve, nerve, the gumption, the, gum, the gall, the gall, the, the gumption. <laughs> Shout out to Tay's. Yes, girl. We are back and we have uh, some news for you guys. You know, I've been teasing you all with lyrics about change and things coming to an end. And I just have to let you guys know that the show's over. We canceled the podcast. Bye. It's been fun. Yeah, we're canceling ourselves. <laughs> yeah, before anybody else can. <laughs> Going back into my dark, cozy coffin for a few years. <laughs> yes, girl. For real, though, things are changing over here. You know, I think um, Stoney and I mostly have gotten a little bit burnt out doing the podcast. It can be a lot, you know, we have so many more seasons of Drag Race popping up, mm -hmm. and it's really hard to keep up with, and I know you all want to hear us cover everything, but unfortunately, um, you know, we cannot continue to do that in the current format, right. so we have a new format. And I don't want to throw Stoney and Seth under the bus completely, because being able to just, like power through a schedule is not necessarily the most healthy thing we all need breaks no matter how much of a machine you are so but i feel like and obviously seth will explain the format but this new format that we're going into i feel like is going to give us new energy because it's going to provide like some freshness to everything yeah, there's going to be some freshness. I think we'll be able to talk a little bit more about a number of shows at once and just kiki, like for real, and just relax and really feel like we're all having a roundtable conversation with you. Exactly. This is kind of going, uh, I guess what we're trying to say is this is going from more of a recap show to like a commentary show because uh, we're going to still talk about, you know, parts of the episode and what happened in the episode but we're not going to go into great detail or like micro analyze everyone's like you know eye roll or whatever <laughs> um <laughs> so basically what we're going to do now is we're going to be kind of like more like a, in a way a news show sort of and we'll talk about um you know drag related topics like hot topics of the week drama things like that and uh we'll be talking about all of the drag shows that are going on so that means once uh you know in like in a couple more weeks we'll be discussing dragula we'll be discussing we're here uh we're here on hbo 
and Canada's Drag Race all in one podcast. <laughs> yeah, and rather than try to figure out how to do two open houses on a weekend and record four fucking shows, including my real estate podcast, <laughs> it makes sense to kind of level up and evolve for you all. We've been doing this for almost four years. Like, it's time to grow and change. We're not ready to completely quit the show, of course. So we just sometimes have to do we are different. Sometimes we are. That's real. That's real. Yeah. I mean, I kind of think <laughs> of it as like a hot topics of drag. Like we're basically covering covering the drag universe. Mm, like yeah. not necessarily like RuPaul necessarily, but like I mean, think about October. Like we're going to have like Canada. We're gonna have UK, Dragula. We're here. The holiday specials in between. The holiday specials. Like, but to me, this is almost gonna be more fun because. We got to like come in all the news, like even like just shit that's happening in the drag world. Like the next time that Trinity like goes on a COVID tour, like we definitely cover that and like provide all the tea. So, <laughs> yes. So we, we hope that you like this new uh, direction that we're taking the podcast in. Um, I have to say that I'm excited about doing the podcast again. Um, you know, sometimes doing the podcast like really overwhelms me and my mental health and things like that. So like the thought of, you know, having to do like maybe uh, Canada and UK at the same time doing two shows a week was going to be like a lot, a lot. <laughs> it was going to so, be a lot. Um, there's no way, there's no other way to say it. Like, especially when, we are the ones editing the show on top of our full-time jobs and other responsibilities. So it'll it'll be a nice refresh well, and a nod to our original format. And it's almost like stressful in a way too because it's like when you have to make decisions about not covering a season, that also stresses me out because yes. I'm like, wait, I want to still like talk about like, you know, Dragula. I still want to talk about Canada. I still want to talk about like UK. So it's like, we want to do the international seasons justice. Yeah. So now I feel like this will give us an opportunity. We can watch everything, which we would, would already be doing and actually talk yeah. about it and like be a part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, we are going to grandfather this uh, second season of drag race holland into it into the new format so basically um uh the finale just happened but we'll you know probably in like a week or two uh we'll do another episode like a recap episode like we did with espana so that we'll grandfather that in you know kind of in the old format but um but yeah going forward like this will be more fun because we don't have to like get too into yeah. like yeah, to into like, oh, like this outfit is great or whatever. Like, I mean, you guys know what the outfits look like. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're more than happy to kiki about the out like the outfits. Like, we love that part of Drag Race, obviously. But if we can be a more efficient show and give you all a taste of everything you're enjoying right now, we would much rather do that in one episode. Yeah, and I would love it. Like, if like for us to do the highlights and then for also the listeners to be able to like weigh in. Like, if yes. there's something you want us to talk about. This is the perfect oh, yeah. time. You send us like a message or a DM or something. We mm -hmm. can definitely cover it on the show. Like I'm all here for being shady and talking about whatever <laughs> tea you guys want. Oh, we to. know you're the shade master <laughs> of the show. It's okay. Everyone yeah. knows. <laughs> There's even going to be some treats, you know, reminiscent of our original format coming back. So stay tuned. 
is exactly correct. Yeah, we we've had a couple people um, letting us know that they miss our trade segment. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have brought the trade segment back for you all. Ooh. It's just it's going to be uh, one of the hosts will pick a trade each week. So it'll just well for this week, it'll be Jamal. But um, I was the most you excited. Know, so I have to go first. I mean, I was pretty excited, too, but I was also very gracious of whoever wanted to go first. Seth is not as thirsty as I am. So it's going to yeah. be. So it'll be nice, though, because it'll be one trade per week. That way, everyone can marinate on the trade. Ooh, and, like, marinate. Really, um, appreciate mm. the trade um, <laughs> instead of having three bombarded all at once. Right. And also, too, ideally, what we would like to do is have the fourth week of the month or however many weeks there are be fan or like listener pick trades. So if you're interested in that, definitely know that it's coming and you're more than welcome to send us who you want your trade to be. And we'll pick just one. So like, you know, every month, you know, I can save them. Or if you want to submit, if yours didn't get picked, you can resubmit next month as much as you want. And we can feature you and your trade. Yeah. And full shade. We tried to do an interactive situation with like Google Sheets and shit for y'all, but no one participated. So you just tweet us or Instagram us and we will control the spreadsheet. Yeah. So fuck y'all. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And also quick disclaimer. um, Some of y'all have reached out to be guests on the show during this period while we adjust the new format and just the direction of the show. We are not going to be having any guests on. Uh, We do have previously planned guests scheduled. So a guest, a guest, one guest. So um, no shade, (laughs) just adjusting and settling. Yes, girl. So that's kind of like our new format. I hope you guys are really excited about it. I know that we are. I'm excited, you know, all over again to do the podcast and um, getting right into it. You know, we're going to be talking about hot topics and boy, do we have some goings on this week. Uh, I think Jamal had a, a a topic he would like to bring to the table. Yeah, just really quick. I'm not going to like call anybody out directly. You know who you are if you're listening. I'm getting really tired of people um, within the black community, other blacks, other queer blacks specifically, on the Twitter timeline, on the Instagram story, saying shit like, oh, does Simone have black friends? Like, Simone is on her come up. She just won the season. She's in all these fashion houses. She's got all this great stuff going on. And for whatever reason, maybe because you're sad and lonely, I don't know. Maybe you need more black friends or friends in in general. (laughs) Um, You have to focus on the fact that, oh, there's a lot of other around Simone. And it's just so beyond me. And it's very triggering because this is something I've experienced. I had a very mixed education, uh, kindergarten through college. Mixed people, mixed groups of people throughout every level I do have a lot of white friends. I have a lot of black friends, but for whatever reason, you know, I have gotten shit for having a white husband. I have gotten shit for not hanging out, being seen with a lot of black people. And we've said it so many times on the show, we're all having different black experiences, but why not just choose to celebrate Simone and everything that's going on right now, doing so many things no queen has done after winning Drag Race, to just focus on that it's very messy 
and it's not productive conversation and it needs to stop. That's exactly why the community is as toxic as it is. And I don't appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I hadn't seen any type of news about that. And I totally agree with you. I don't know why people even care, like, you know, how Simone acts or who her friends are. Like, just, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's very triggering because it's like, why is my blackness or Simone's blackness being called into question just because of the lives we happen to have and the people who happen to be a part of them? Right. Well, and there's already so much discrimination, like, against black people. It's like, why do you have to, like, have that within your own community? Yeah, and this is definitely a thing for us. Yeah, it just, it doesn't make sense. Like, I don't know. I feel like I see, like, like, whoever's on the internet, it's like you see one picture that doesn't describe, like, Simone's entire experience. You saw one picture out of, like, her 24 hours in the day, like... Right. That was like one second of the day that that picture was snapped. So mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense. I mean, I've seen plenty of pictures of her just hanging out with a d- diverse group of people. So yeah. it's just like, I don't know. People are just very bored on the internet. I very think. bored and tired. <laughs> Their dicks are probably too raw. Angry. Jerking off too long that day. Lonely. Yeah. Other drama. I think Stoney has a topic that he wanted to bring up. Oh, yeah. So I just... um Watching uh, UK season three, whenever you watch it on WoW Presents Plus, there's an ad for a new show on WoW Presents Plus that's coming up called Painted with Raven. (laughs) I'm going to sip my tea. And you know they want you to watch it real bad because they put it on before the episode aired. Yes. And I just feel like this is very tone deaf given the situation of Raven and the fans that have like called her out for... Black fishing black fishing and i don't know it just does not look good like it's very just seems like i get like what rue says like pay those like the bitches you know that if they they don't don't pay your bills pay them no mind pay them no mind and it's like okay i get that but like you guys are literally just ignoring like a reality (laughs) of the situation now like yeah so i don't know i'm gonna watch this show and see what it's like but it's just not a good look that she's like the host of a face painting competition (laughs) yeah i mean clearly she's a talented makeup artist but i mean come on with this history i mean everyone's going to be watching with at least half an eyebrow raise just to see what the content is like and hopefully this bitch is not passing out tips for how to paint darker and some sideways reason as to why so i'm curious to see what this is about and I was oh, yeah. also watching fashion photo review with Raven and Bimini's doing it this season on UK season three. And Bimini just seemed like so over it. She was like, can we just like move on, please? <laughs> like she just did not <laughs> seem to like want to be there. Maybe I'm reading into it too much. Maybe just a tad, but Bimini's very like business. Like she's a yeah. busy queen. So Bimini's yeah. vibe is very much like, okay, let's get this started. I got things to do. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We'll Plus, see. Raven kind of sucks, so maybe Raven's just not fun to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. In other drama news, though, we had this week uh, some more Tamisha Iman drama. Basically, this week Tamisha has like made her presence known again. <laughs> oh shit! What does Kamisha want? And now uh, now she wants to, um, you know, she's trying to revive the Tamisha Iman network. <laughs> and she is so, supposedly it's free now. Oh. So, um, you know, <laughs> I guess that's great. 
uh, too bad for the people that had to pay $75 to see one show no before. Shit. I feel like this is like, I don't know, this is like on video games where it's like free to play. So you like play it for free, but then like there's probably like a bunch of microtransactions <laughs> that like charge you oh, immediately. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> There's definitely going to be some in-app purchases, girl. (laughs) (laughs) But, of course, you know, Tamisha Amon will not stand for critique. So she's been really messy and just, like, arguing with fans on Twitter and blocking people, you know, taking a a move out of Trinity the Tux playbook. It's so bad. Like, how do you, like, girl, you made, you, and I fully realize that you're a grown ass woman, but girl, you, you made this mess. (laughs) Like, I mean, have we not hired a PR team yet? The thing with her (laughs) is like, like she has like the entire like season 13 cast blocked. (laughs) All of them, except except for, um, oh gosh, I can't remember Utica. It's Kimura and Elliot. Like or yeah, Kamar and Elliot. Damn. Yeah, go on, Sony. But I'm just like, I don't know. This is like up there with like Tyra Sanchez levels of like, Ugh. as far as like just yes. completely like blowing up your reputation after after the show. Total dumpster fire. <laughs> Honestly, Tamisha's probably just overwhelmed and doesn't know what to do uh-huh. because she comes from the old school gang. So she doesn't like she's probably not used to this much business, which I understand, you know, but it's like at some point you got to just, you know, hire someone to help you out. Well, that's another thing I saw on Bussy Queen where Bussy Queen was saying that Tamisha Amon was like hiring people for the Tamisha Amon network. (laughs) So like she's now hiring girl if you want to put in your application. (laughs) Do you think I should try to be Tamisha's publicist? (laughs) You might want to oh watch those checks, make sure they don't bounce on your payroll check. Ooh, <laughs> right. shade, shade. We won't do that to a black queen, but girl, we know those shoes didn't get delivered when they were supposed to. So again, you, you made that mess. You made that mess. I tried to help you, but it came back full circle. Yeah, girl. So we've been having a little bit of Timisha popping up in the news. And uh, the last piece of news that I wanted to bring up is something I learned while watching the Drag Race UK live feed from Roscoe's. Um, they had Monet Exchange, Carson Cressley, and Adore Delano there this week. Oh, work. And I learned uh, they, they were talking to Adore and they pride because you know how she was supposed to be on this latest season of All Stars. Yes. But they wouldn't let her do her talent, so she didn't want to go on the show. Ooh. And so we finally found out what her talent was going to be that they did not allow. What was it? What was it? Oh, my gosh. What was it? Her plan was, I guess, to, uh, I'm guessing, lip sync to one of her songs while breaking glasses and spitting fire. Why is that so dangerous? Well, yeah. What's wrong with that? I mean, you have a clean I guess the glass. the glass, I guess. Maybe the glass was dangerous. Well, it's like the sugar, the fake glass that breaks really easy. And it's the fake glass. I mean, y'all let Detox spray paint all over the stage. I mean, that was a cool talent, They need talent, to allow Detox. this. Like, what the hell? I, we were, like, robbed of having her on the season. Yeah, I mean... From what I can tell, like, I'm assuming the fire spitting is, like, the the more troublesome part of it. But, um, I've, you know, there's shows like America's Got Talent where they work with fire and stuff like that, right. too. 
And I a, don't know. Adora Delano is a queen who's not going to do this haphazardly. Like we're going to study. Well, we're going to make sure it's safe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, if you're come on, come on. If you're bringing <laughs> this to the RuPaul's Drag Race stage or offering to, you've done this a few times. Yeah. Right. Well, to be fair to the show, Odor did say that she almost burned her childhood home down once doing it. Oh well, that doesn't. Well, help and you. also <laughs> so. like. It could, it could be like to like a regulations thing too. Like if you're going to do like, cause that stage isn't like as big as like the America's got talent stage. So like right. maybe there is like a regulation that they have to abide by and it's like, okay, well you're not allowed to do that. Can they not get a PA to stand by with the fucking fire extinguisher? I mean, why do we even have those? <laughs> Does RuPaul still use buckets of sand and dirt to put out fire? I mean, regulations are regulations. I don't so. care. It sounds like yeah. bullshit to me, but, you know, safety <laughs> is safety. Yes, girl. I don't know. It would be, it sounds like a cool act to see, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know, but I, I don't know if we'll ever see it or, or what, but it was really cool to find out, like, what it was going to, what she wanted to do. I just love that she's like, you know, I don't need the show that bad. I'm going to do it my way or not do it at all. I, I, I stand for that moment. Hopefully, yeah. one of these days we'll get Laganja and Adore on <gasps> another season together. Uh, that would be fun. That would be great. When Bianca Del Rio takes over. Yeah. <laughs> As host. Yeah. Someone's going to have to take over after RuPaul retires. Bob. <laughs> RuPaul's like a phoenix, oh, though. Bob. RuPaul's like a <laughs> phoenix. She'll rise from the ashes and host all, and she'll be young I and mean, pretty again. They can do a hologram of her. And, <laughs> like, really, if you think about it, Ru doesn't ever say anything that different each episode. So just, like, program different sayings. And she doesn't move that much either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I think you're onto something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't steal our RuPaul hologram idea either, World of Wonder. We know you're listening. Yeah. You heard it here first, everyone. Yeah. All right, you guys. Let's go ahead and switch into our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. And we'll be discussing all the happenings in Drag Race this week. Be right back. Uh, honest Tea. Hey, everybody, welcome back to our Honesty Spill of the Week, where we are, of course, back back again to bring you full coverage of everything going on this week in Drag Race. Uh, that means for this week, we only have the Drag Race UK. Um, so that's what we'll be talking about today. Yes, the season has kicked off. We are back. Season three, UK Queens, fresh off. What, what would you be fresh off of in Britain? Fresh off of the Big Ben. The Big Ben. T- the Tardy. The or? Docks. You know, like you sit on Big Ben, you're like, oh. What is it called? The Tardis or the Tardy? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't tardy. ready. The Levy. I don't know. Fresh bag of chips for everyone. Season three. Ooh. Fresh off the London Eye. Ooh, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about entrances first. I guess let's start with Stoney. Can you talk about your favorite entrances? Yes. So my favorite entrances. So I think for me, definitely I love Scarlet Harlot because I just really love her personality. There's nothing like that. Like, I guess over the top great about what her look was. I just love how like animated she was. And I just loved her energy coming in. 
Uh, that was super fun. Um, I have to agree. She was on my list too. And actually the second time I watched the show, I put subtitles on because you know how her like entrance line was really hard to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so her entrance line was, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. All likely shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I love how they say like um, shit too, like in like UK. Like it's just so funny to me that they say that all the time. You said that on the couch. It's like one of their favorite words. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. What about you, Jamal? What's one of your faves? Oh my gosh. Victoria Scone. Like what a glamorous, oh like showgirl, old Hollywood. I'm getting everything I need from this look. And the entrance line was everything. And I could not be more excited because clearly this bitch did not come to play. No, definitely not. Yeah. She looked great. Everyone was like, you could tell too, the Queens around the table were like shitting themselves when they saw her come in. Oh yeah. They're like fucking, she just has like a presence about herself too. Like, it's just like, she walks in the room. You're like, damn, she just has that energy. (laughs) Yep. One of my favorites was uh, Veronica Green, just because um, I thought it was funny. She was the first one entered, and then she you know, goes and sits at the table, and she says, oh, this is like Veronica's Drag Race, dead boring. <laughs> <laughs> that was a throwback to season two. Yes. I also love that she's all green, because um, I was scrolling Instagram earlier, and like sidebar, Nina West met Adina Menzel, who played Alphaba in the original Wicked cast. Yes. So I was getting all of my wicked life from this look. Just the green with the very powerful red lip and the hair was laid correct. I I was excited about that too. And I think like probably one of the best entrance lines was Teresa May. Yes. Yes. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Hate me because I'm an immigrant, (laughs) which is so true. Like, I mean, it's just like more of a comment on the social culture nowadays. I mean, even in England, apparently. Oh yeah. It's global. Like we love a woke queen. Like we don't hear, well, let me not speak for everyone. It's hard outside of America. If you're within America, I find that a lot of us don't venture out of our bubble. So these things happen globally. So it's nice that this is being brought to the drag race platform and we're just further educating the people like, Hey, this isn't just an issue over here in like North America, I should say this is all over the place. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to speak for the people in the UK, but just reading from like (laughs) news stories over there, they deal with a lot of bullshit with like Brexit and all that, where people are just super racist, but I love this. I think this was like, to me, this is one of the most iconic entrance lines ever. In my opinion, it's just like, it's just great because it's just she's making such a statement and I loved her look and she was just like all like eloquent about it. Like it was it yeah. was amazing to me. It's in your face. It might make the people who are actually racist cringe, but hey, that's what it's supposed to do because Yeah. If you're gonna be that, be that. Here here she is calling it out and we stand a bold queen. That we do. Uh, were there other entrances that you wanted to talk about before we move on? Um, I did wanna uh give a shout out also to charity case because i loved hers <laughs> like she's just fucking scary like she should be on dragula yeah. but i don't know i just thought hers was really good the queens didn't know what to do with her oh no and like um crystal versace this is definitely like the barbie of the season so we'll see what she yeah. does 
Yeah, I also thought it was really funny with Anubis's entrance because you know she's representing the Egyptian, um, the uh, Egyptian people because she's I think she's like half Egyptian. <clears throat> yeah, maybe? her dad was Egyptian. Yeah. So I thought it was cool she's representing them, and I liked her line about, um, I might be Egyptian, but I'm no Giza, because, like, <laughs> the Giza Strip, but in England, I think they say geezer, like, as like instead of boomers, they say geezer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So I thought that was really clever as well. Um, all right. Moving right along, we have the mini challenge this week, which I hated personally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> RuPaul will force dirty charades on us at any turn of the <laughs> the wheel, girl. I'm like, get over it, Ru. Nobody else likes dirty charades but you. Seth said, I'm not here for this. <laughs> if you guys listen to her podcast with Michelle back in the day, so many times, like RuPaul could not shut the fuck up about dirty charades on that podcast. And oh, she would force like all her guests to do dirty charades. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, when we saw this on like the episode, I was like, did she run out of ideas? Like <laughs> I I hate this. Dirty charades is so stupid. Well at this point RuPaul is just like a marketing machine for drag race. So whatever works they hang on to for dear life. And they're gonna keep doing it until the kids are just like, no, we're not here for this anymore. <laughs> yeah i definitely hated it as well i mean the only thing that i really liked was when uh victoria scone like basically was like pretending like she couldn't get to the charades part <laughs> that's really the only that part was hilarious that i remember yeah <laughs> i well i also remember veronica struggling a lot to get uh her her one is like the be- beautiful benjamin art button or something Oh, she was on the struggle yeah. bus for, for a little bit with that. Yeah. Yeah, she was not doing so well. And as a queen that supposedly does acting, I mean, hello. Know your references. Come on, girl. But yeah, that was kind of a struggle. It was, I don't know. It's kind of hard to see Veronica Green in this cast because, like, she was more of a standout in cat in season two, but I feel like she kind of fades away in this cast. Oh yeah. I was talking to a Canadian correspondent, Nicole, who, um, congratulations queen just found out they're having a baby girl. Yeah. Um, we were, we were saying the same thing in our Instagram DMS. Like Veronica could have made a bigger splash this season and she's got her work cut out for her. It's only episode one, but I mean, come on, Veronica, you got to bring it. Yeah, I'm kind Absolutely. of I'm kind of worried about her a little bit. Um, I hope that she does okay, <laughs> but I'm like, you better have a singing challenge soon, or she's screwed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think isn't next week like um the rusical? Is it? Oh, it's like that Rue Peloton thing. Like it's oh, a Peloton, yeah. but Peloton the musical. It's like, Dragaton. It's yeah, like Rueton or something. Dragaton. Peloton. <laughs> I don't know. No, that's too close. Tongue pop a <laughs> Death to drop a ton. So maybe maybe Veronica will succeed next week then. Work a ton. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> All right, you guys. Let's take a little bit of a break here. And when we come back, we'll finish out the episode. And uh, we'll talk about the runway and do some trade and all that fun stuff. So we'll be back soon. Hi, queens. Oh my gosh, we're on break. Thanks for coming. This is the part of the show where we refill our drinks and you get some time to leave us a review. It lets us know how we are doing and lets more drag fans sashay our way. You can also tip us while you're listening to the show like you would tip a root girl at their show. 
you can Venmo us at TFC Pod or on Cash App to dollar sign TFC Pod to thank us for all the hard work that goes into making a show like this. Oh my gosh, we better get back to the show. I've got my drink and I am ready to untuck Mary. Let's get back into the Interior Illusion Lounge and record the rest of the podcast. So tell me why you're out here in a bathing suit with no corset and a belt. Ugh, shut up, Michelle. Oh, and by the way, you're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Well, hey, everybody, welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back, back, back again, discussing everything this week in Drag Race. Uh, we're about to continue the episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 3. And, of course, we just talked about the ma- uh, the mini challenge, and now we have to talk about the maxi challenge, where the uh, queens had to walk the runway in two categories, one mm. of which was um, Queen of Your Hometown, and the other was my favorite things. What a fun category. I was actually like really excited when I heard that category, both presented in the workroom and on the runway. Yeah, it does sound like a really interesting category. It kind of leaves it open and stuff like that, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, no, uh, what, what were some of your standout looks from either category? You know, I really enjoyed Veronica Scone. I know this is a Veronica Scone um, stan account. Um, I thought it was creative. Victoria Scone. Victoria Scone. Oh, my God. I'm mixing up the queens. Whoa. <laughs> Veronica Scone. I'm pronouncing the names That's right, fine. unlike Stoney on that one that episode. Is, but I, I'm mixing up the queens. At least you're not singing Annabas. <laughs> Which is worse. Teriza. Teriza. <laughs> I don't want to mix up the queens. Vic. Victoria Scone. I really like the presentation. It, it was out of the box. I love how it was the same print from head to toe. And I also thought that um, Crystal Versace was pretty fierce. In the second category, I should say. Oh, yeah. I mean, her um, her flower was really cool. And then her like little tea set was really cool. She had really, yeah. really solid looks. Oh my gosh, um, L of a day, I have to shout out incorporating like the progressive pride flag. Bimini noted this as well with Raven on the fashion photo review. And oh my God, y'all, L of a day is like trade. Like I have a crush. <laughs> I have a crush. Yeah. But I really like this gown with all the colors because sometimes the colors can get very crazy and the way it's styled, it's very like choppy and all over the place. But I felt like there's still an elegance about this. Definitely. Yeah, I like that one too. And I plus I love that it's the new pride flag with like the Black Lives Matter, the trans, all that. So that's mm-hmm. cool. I guess for me, like I have a lot of favorites, <laughs> so I'll try to do it quickly. Ooh. Come on, um, Stony. So my absolute favorite on both runways was the Scarlet Harlot music one. I freaking oh, yeah. love it. Because I just love like she styled it so good with like the wires and the hair. And the headphones, like the cassette. I know Walkman. it wasn't like anything groundbreaking, <laughs> like what she was wearing, but the way yeah. she styled it was just perfect. Come on, these kids don't know what that device is on her hip. <laughs> They're like, "What's a cassette?" Right. <laughs> it, it was better than River Medway, <laughs> <laughs> who did music as well. Yeah, that was a tragic so, music. To me, that look. was the winner of the night. Like, I just loved it. I did love Veronica Green's um, gamer look. I thought that was super fun. That of was course, cute. I love the gaming nod <laughs> and all that, but I just thought it was fun. Like 
how like just what she was wearing was like super fun. So um, I also liked Vanity Milan's uh, hometown look. Okay. Um, I thought that was really fun. Um, that was cute. And I just like love the like the Jamaican colors. I just love those. I love the mix of the Jamaican colors. And listeners, correct us if our, if we were wrong on this, but I feel like they're the Jamaican colors and the South London postal codes that were printed on the garment. I, I think, think so, so. Yeah, that's what okay. I, it sounded like to me. Okay. Yeah, um, that was great. Can we also um, can we just like go back really quickly to uh, why Ella Vade looked like Flo from the Progressive commercials? <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you! <laughs> <laughs> you know I like Flo. I, I just see don't sleep I with see her. what you're saying. That's funny. She yeah, does. it's like her fun twin sister or something. Yeah. Also, I feel like I'm not hearing anybody give credit to Charity Case, who had two really solid, elaborate looks on the runway and who got looked over just because, you know, she's a bit out of the box. Now, I don't want to say that she got like looked over. I really like that first look with the roses. And I I see what you're saying. Like, I don't want to I'm not disagreeing with Seth. Because what I want to say is like viewers of the show totally appreciated this. I thought that it should have been raised a little higher the first look, but I'm curious. You know, you know it's coming, Seth. You know it's coming. The judges are gonna want to see her in some glam. Oh yeah. You know what? You know how they are. Well, yeah, I know. I was talking to one of our listeners. Um, I think it was Dean, and uh, I was. Hi, Dean. (laughs) I was talking to him about how like. They barely even acknowledge like the camp queens and let them be in the top four. So I'm like really not expecting them to do much for charity case. Yeah. And I don't want our like like our comments or anything to get um, twisted like in the future because there's a lot of work that goes into makeup like that and pairing it with the look. But it has to be a little tricky being on a traditional RuPaul's Drag Race season, you know, so yeah. I, I'm very excited to see what Charity Case does. And I want their yeah. boy drag hair. Their and out of drag hair. I want their hair. <laughs> the second look was great, though. Like the dick in the box. Oh, yeah. That was funny with the bedazzled mushroom. Like, she's super <laughs> talented. I know whenever we did the um, Meet the Queens, I was kind of like, because I was like, that's not really like my favorite like aesthetic or whatever. But she's like, like she's here to win. Like, I hope they... I just hope that it's not like a situation where Michelle's like, you need to do this. And then like they eliminate her. I know. I know. You know, it's coming, which I hate. Like she better not. Michelle, Michelle, you better not. Michelle, don't do it. Michelle, you already had hers is let other people do what they want. Step away from the judging table. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, So those were the runway looks. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on? Or I guess we Um, should talk about maybe River Medway's cone look. That was really good. I wanted, I was, that's what I was going to say. was, I wanted to talk about her, like, and Rue just freaking out about her, like, (laughs) acting like a statue on stage. I swear, like, a feather (laughs) could fall from the goddamn ceiling and Rue would just cackle. Like, I didn't get the reference and it was very funny, but you know how Rue is. It doesn't take much is what I'm trying to say for her to just fall out into a giggling fit. Yeah. And this was so hilarious because Stoney and I had no idea what the fuck was going on <laughs> <laughs> until they showed us the picture. It's like, oh, I've actually seen that. I just never knew what it was. Yeah. Yeah, that because was funny. Twitter, thank you, Twitter. Like scrolling, you see random things daily. 
<laughs> oh my gosh uh so that was the runway the top two this week got to lip sync for the win that's something brand new to a drag race franchise now do you think this will happen again or do you think that the judges were just very torn on the top two i think rupaul just doesn't want to make decisions anymore so she doesn't get hate yeah. oh you think she's going into retirement mode maybe <laughs> Just show up mode. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, the top two this week were, of course, Crystal Versace and Victoria Scone. I think that's well-deserved. Both queens did really, really well overall this episode. Yeah, like uh, the second look from Crystal, she looked like like an evil um, uh, Devil Wears Cat Prada. Woman. Yeah, or something like oh that. Oh my gosh, yes. Catwoman goes to work at Devil Shit Wears Prada. scary. Yeah. Uh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Sickening. That face beat, like, come on. That makeup. Like, yeah, I, I have to say it, listeners. I have to say it. Slightly reminiscent of Raven, but it's more in, like, the styling of the makeup and the eyes. It was a very, like, powerful face mixed with that perfectly styled bodysuit and you can't go wrong when you pair a strong red with the color leopard right <laughs> <laughs> so uh so she's the the 19 year old in the top two the 19 year old in the bottom two were anubis or is anubis and she was down there with electra fence uh i think the bottom two is accurate as well yeah I, yeah, I just was really, like, freaking out because if you listen to our Meet the Queen episodes, we got to, a, like, we were talking about each queen, and I got to a point where I was like, these last three are kind of meh for me, and it was all <laughs> the three queens in the bottom three this week. I'm telling you, we're That is oracles. amazing. We're drag race oracles. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. Give yeah. us our flowers. <laughs> I was like, wow, I totally picked the bottom three. <laughs> You did, Seth. We're professionals <laughs> on TFC Pod, so I'm not surprised. Yes, girl. Um, so the person that won their lip sync to win the challenge was Crystal Versace. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Queen. And the queen who lost their lip sync and must sashay away is 19-year-old Anubis. Sorry, Queen. I hate to see, like, you know, I felt like there was going to be some cool stuff coming from Anubis, but I feel like they were good enough to get on the show. But there's someone that definitely has to hone their craft a little more. And I think they could make a huge splash if they return down the road. Yeah. Yeah. The talking heads were really entertaining from Anubis, but the looks? Yes. Not so much. No. She was definitely interesting. And I will say, too, Electra, like, she definitely <laughs> brought it on the fucking lip sync. Like she oh turned it the I don't fuck know. out. I was like terrified watching her what she was doing with her knees. Oh my like, god! I was like I am my knees hurt already. We're uh, gonna see Electra <laughs> Fence in a Megan the Stallion video because I thought I had me- Megan knees at that wedding. Oh no, I ain't seen knees do that. I was feeling that through the screen and getting my life all at the same time. Yeah, but she's also isn't she also like twenty five or something like that? So she can do that still. Like we're <laughs> a bit older. <laughs> We've got a good decade on them. Yeah, <laughs> I walk up the stairs and I'm like, my knees. Are <laughs> <right now." laughs> I do squats. I'm like, okay, that's enough. Yes, girl. <laughs> For the week. 
All right, let me throw it on over to Stoney, who can let us know how the Fantasy League is going after the first week. Oh, I didn't know this would be happening today. Yeah, so... Ooh. Shockingly, um, Seth, like, got all of the points. This oh, week. hey. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Seth is in the lead with 40 points. Hey. And everyone else has zero, so... Damn, what? Go. Wait, Congratulations, zero? girls. <laughs> yeah, girl, we didn't get anything. You're oh, do- my gosh. Okay. Well, You're doing job, great, Seth. sweaty... We yeah. are like oracles on the show. Seth had the power guessing the bottom three. So I'm sure yeah. like picking the top queens. I think he's done it as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, also half of Stoney's fantasy team was in the bottom three. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah. My, so not like, looking my good. Team, the whole team was just in the bottom. Yeah. I feel like the... <laughs> Damn. I feel like the <laughs> listeners need to pick your team next season. Yeah, can we Girl, get someone to pick for Stony? <laughs> it doesn't matter who I fucking pick because even if I have the greatest team ever, they always lose in the end. Maybe we should do like some All Stars 6. Like I was oh, leading yeah. the whole yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. season. Yeah. Until the last episode. That's true and then team. I lost. Yeah. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> She's not mad. She's not mad. She's not mad. She's good. <laughs> <laughs> just a little passionate. Yeah, she's just passionate. <laughs> oh my gosh. What do you think, you guys? Should we talk about some trade? Ooh, yes. Mm, trade. Trade is back. Trade. Mm, trade. Oh, trade. Trade. Well, okay, listeners. Well, welcome back to Trade of the Week. I'm so excited to share my trade with you this week. You know, the past going on two years has been wild, wild ride with COVID. Um, OnlyFans popped off. I definitely dabbled and dipped and turned through the OnlyFans streets and found Josh Bigosh. Oh, hey, oh girl. God. Sorry, I was looking at his pictures. I'm distracted. <laughs> his, wait, so his handle is Otter Squatter? Yes. His <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the otters in the community. Um, his Instagram handle is Otter Squatter. I believe he's Josh Bagosh on Twitter and OnlyFans, if you're interested. Very worth the $10, in my opinion. Um <laughs> Heidi in the closet follows them and comments on their pictures. But there's something about this trade. Old school OG listeners of the show know this is not usually what I would present in a trade of the week. Mm -mm. It's a little thinner than usual, like natural kind of muscle build. Um, I think it's the hair and the eyes. He's got like this mysterious thing going on. And I just want to explore. It makes me want more. Just want to explore everywhere. Everywhere. You know how I feel about (laughs) hair in all of the right places. He definitely checks those boxes. Yeah, he's like um like that dashboard confessional song because his hair is everywhere. (laughs) Yes. Um very, very hot content on Instagram and OnlyFans. Um you know I'm a cake man. I love me some ass. He doesn't have much, but he's got enough, honey. So check him out. Yes, and of course, you can find the link to trade uh, to the Instagram in our description of the podcast. So if you want to go peep a look at the trade and see who we're talking about, you're more than welcome. 
Yes, please do. And like Seth mentioned earlier in the show, we are looking to have listener trades of the week. So be scoping out your trade and please share it with us in our Twitter and Instagram DMs. Send the profile because I'm not searching. Hey, yeah, definitely send the profile, please. <laughs> Save us some time. <laughs> All right, you all, we'll be back next week, of course, with uh, the second episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK season two, Um, you know, just until, you know, all the other shows start. (laughs) So we hope you like the new format of the show. If you'd like to let us know if it's good or if it's bad, feel free to reach out to us. Um, You know, you know, our uh, Twitter and Instagram are at TFCPod. And you can email us at tfcpod at gmail.com and just let us know. We'd love a little bit of feedback and and uh, so we know that we're doing the right thing for you. Not that we're necessarily going to change, but, you know. Right. That part. That part. <laughs> we, we love your notes. But, again, we're trying to cover, you know, we're trying to stand out. There's plenty of RuPaul recap episodes we want to give y'all something new and fresh we've been in the game for almost four years so please send that feedback but have an open mind and remember that you can engage with us on instagram and twitter like we we love that so this is going to push you to talk to us not only about drag race uk but all of the other shows that are coming up Yes, girl, because like um, we were kind of talking before we were recording that, you know, there's like pretty much every Drag Race podcast is a recap, like a recap podcast. So just uh, just it's going to be so you can like listen to like four recaps a week, like once all these shows starts. Or you can just listen to our show where we cover the main happenings in each episode. (laughs) Yes, and no shade to the other shows, of course. We're just, you know, doing our job as good content creators and trying to keep it fresh and exciting for you. Absolutely. Uh, Well, until next week, bye. Bye. Bye.